Howdy partners and welcome to episode number 17 of Beer and Biceps. My name as ever is Todd Davis and I'm with Matt Smith as always. Um, Can I just say I love that especially as <laughs> this is a sort of Kentucky themed Exactly art. see so uh, yeah so we are uh, episode 17 we're going to be talking today about it's a Kentucky special. It's a good dark special, um, which is... <laughs> did not talk about doing that song, or the dance he did no, as well. No. <laughs> um, so we are going to be talking about um, some beers from West Sixth Brewery um, today. The reason for that is because we've got a lovely um, magazine, I should say. What's it called? Beer 52, which we spoke about? Yeah, earlier? Beer 52 is the beer delivery company that um, I've just forgotten to cancel, which is what I tell... Lucy, Lucy yeah, yeah. actually, it's this beer company that gives me beers for like 30 quid a month and I can't afford it and I'm doing it anyway. It's amazing, but it comes with a magazine which yeah. is called uh, Ferment, Ferment. Yeah. which I'm plugging so I want to write for them. Yeah, so it's really cool. <laughs> they're um, like, like, they can't be that big a readership, but they're like, oh yeah, we're going to Kentucky for business. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, please. Let's get down to there. <laughs> so it's their Kentucky special. They sent a few Kentucky beers to ourselves, which we're going to be drinking along the way. And we're also drinking a uh, a separate beer. Yes, uh, called uh, Backwards Bastards. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it's... But it's by Founders Brewing. Mm. Um, and the, the, uh, the description I've got for it is... Steady now, this ain't no lawn mowing beer. Um, and I've, I actually learned that lawn mowing beer is actually yep. a description they use in America. For, oh, yeah. um, I think Dave told us this. Um, lawn mowing beers are beers you drink whilst mowing the lawn, so they're yep. low, low alcohol. So when they say, this ain't no lawn mowing beer, beer. Yeah. it's high alcohol um, content. Yeah, ah. it's also a double negative, but <laughs> that's Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be drinking a couple of these uh, ones today. We have a um, wheat beer, we've got a porter. Well, it's a, it's a, America, it's a lemongrass American wheat, yeah. but... It looks like a lager to me. It does look like a lager, to be fair. Um, Uh, We've also got an Indian Pale Ale, an IPA, and we have a uh, Cocoa Porter. Uh, So we'll go into those in a bit more detail later on. Um, We're also going to be talking about... Oh, um, also, uh, Backwards Bastard is a Imperial Stout, so... And it's... Really strong. (laughs) No, it's 11.6%. yeah, yeah. So it's strong for wine, let's put it that way. <laughs> if we're slurring at the end of this, you'll know the reasons why. <laughs> you'll think it's back to normal. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to be also talking about, uh, I'm going to say this very quickly, quick fix diet tricks. Or quick fix diet tricks. So basically little ways that you can quickly fix your diet. Um, so practical things you can just do without putting any effort in, yeah. which... I don't know about you guys, but that speaks to me a lot. <laughs> no, absolutely, that's it. Small, small gains as we can as we can kind of help each other out with. Um, and very finally, we're also going to be chatting about the uh, well, our our best selection of IPAs from the UK. So we've kind of and Ireland and and Ireland. Uh, yeah, they did not want to be a part of us. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of we scoured we scoured the British Isles, and by that I mean like we've come up with a few uh, ideas of ones which are our favourite. But we'd love to hear your input as well. So. If you've got any personal favourite English, Welsh, Irish, Scottish, um, pale ale or anything like that, then let us know um, on our Facebook page, which is Beer and Biceps. Uh, you can join the group um, or tweet us at Beer and Biceps Pod. Um, so, cracking on to the beer then, I should say first. Um, lemongrass American Wheat. Matt, what's your first kind of tasting notes for it? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing that... I, I was really excited about this one because I love wheat beers and I thought... 
especially wheat beers that got a bit citrusy taste yeah. to them. So you know we had the um, that Japanese wheat beer I talked about, the white, Japanese white yeah, beer. Yeah, Hitachino which, Nest. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love that. Like The citrus taste was amazing. Um, and then we've had um, Blue Moon, which yep. has got an orangey got sort an orange, of taste. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we, last week, and again it was a Trappist beer, so it's not a wheat beer, but it had a sort of banana taste. So I was really yeah. excited for this one. Um, and I know lemongrass doesn't really necessarily taste like actual lemons. Yeah. Like, it's just... <laughs> and that took a lot, of, a long time for me to get my head around. Um, but... It's not a wheat beer, so I'm guessing they just use wheat. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. It's and there's no real strong taste. Saying that, it's the nice lager. Yeah, so, so yeah, that goes down quite easily, but and I'm with you on that one, to be honest with you. It's not um, a... Um... I, I can't, to be fair, when you really taste it and you make yourself like a hamster and get it right <laughs> in the back of the cheeks, um, it is, you can sort of get that sort of lemongrass taste. It is yeah. a very decent, yeah. but I would say a lager. Um, yeah, and I think yeah. this is just proving how little we know about beer. Like right now, yeah. it's just bang. <laughs> it doesn't help because, our credentials then. Because when we talk about running a beer podcast, too many people seem to assume that we know what we're talking yeah. about. No, <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia didn't exist. This would just be the bicep podcast. <laughs> well, what I like to feel is that we're learning along. Like there's some yeah. things which I picked up along the way, which I will now. Remember, we, we now know more than most people more. because we're doing a bit of research. Yeah. Um, but. There, we'll still like Leandros last week. I, I was saying to you before this podcast yeah. that he he would kick our ass in a lot of parts about beer making. Like he, yeah. I think he said one throwaway thing about hops, and both of us just went. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the two brewery tours where they've explained to me how to make beer, and I still don't know officially. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I keep forgetting. But I think maybe we know quite a bit now about yeah. the different beers available, yeah. and the, well, specifically the ones we've researched. Yeah. For this podcast. Can I give you my little fact I learned the other day from a... Uh, uh, I, well, I was looking at one... Oh, brewery, yeah. The, um, but we... I think it was Buxton, which we... we... Well, we, we said no, we were so going to name Oh, yeah. <laughs> so not Buxton. No, no, no. <laughs> but either way, what I was going to say, there was one which we were, going, we were thinking... I think we mentioned it beforehand. I was going to kind of have... Well, I, I drank some didn't. of their beers and didn't yeah. like them and I didn't want to crucify them on yeah. this. <laughs> not that right. I want to make you drink their beers. They're not listening. They don't care. <laughs> um, but what I did find out was... Um, Cuckoo Brewing. Cuckoo Brewing, Gypsy Brewing, and Contract Brewing. Matthew, would you like to know what those are? I do, because... <laughs> well, you already told me, and they were fascinating. Oh, great. God, I've, I've ruined it. <laughs> so, Cuckoo Brewing is where you um, you basically use someone else's equipment to brew the beer. So, you go in with your kind of ingredients, as it were, and then you use someone else's equipment to brew that beer. Like uh, a cuckoo who gets into a nest, throws out all the... Yeah. So everything is in there. Puts their own stuff in. Exactly, yeah. And it ends up with a beautiful pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so you've got that as a way of brewing, which is what one of these, um, uh, a few kind of microbreweries do. You can also... That's actually a really good idea, because you're yeah. spreading out the cost between people well, and this is it. breweries. A lot of these ideas are ones where people are, you may not have the funding to buy your own brewery and do it all yourself and, you know, land, uh, in, in the Ferment magazine, they talk about how... The bubble's not burst in craft yeah. brewing, but growth has slowed down because the growth was just insane. Like they had, um, I think America went from it was like thirty thousand breweries to fifty thousand in five years, wow. which was just unsustainable. So yeah. it's all slowing down now, and, and it, inevitably, like if it, it happened, the same thing in personal training in a way. Like because they, at first there was quite a low bar for entry, loads and loads of people did it, and then there was too much competition, and that's what's happening with beer. I'm overwhelmed by how many beers there are right yeah, now, yeah. and eventually we're going to notice 
smaller ones losing it because yeah. it's too expensive and you yeah, get yeah. massive. So this cuckoo brewing thing's a good no, idea. No, absolutely. But if you, it means that it keeps Buxton in business, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can also alternatively do gypsy brewing, which is where you move your equipment and ingredients to different different places so one step ahead of the council yeah well we were we're talking remember when we went to Tring and the bloke was chatting about the difference between America American um, uh, what was it American hops and our hops wasn't it and the difference between the two so this is exactly what Gypsy Brewing is to a degree you can get the best of different parts of you know because drinking beer from different places obviously going to taste different so with that way you can bring all your stuff to there but with your own recipe and cook it all up there that's called Gypsy Brewing like gypsies obviously um and also you have contracts brewing where they maybe prefer to be called people of the field (laughs) (laughs) traveling folk um you can also be uh contract brewers and those are people who make the recipe but then leave it to the brewery itself so if you've got a really cool idea for a beer you can actually something i'll think that's something that trim did i was gonna say that's it they had a competition i think um in fact a lot of do you know what um for a guy who's engaged, you'll probably like this yeah. idea. Um, but my parents went to a wedding where... Um, what was it? Parents or brother-in-law? Future brother-in-law. Who cares? Not the <laughs> listeners, I'll yeah. tell you that. Uh, but they went to a wedding where um, the bride and groom had... Um, they, they picked a venue which had its own brewery. And oh, okay. they got to... They made a recipe for their own... Oh, uh, wow. beer yeah. which was served at the wedding yeah. um, like it was made like yeah so like contracted yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, so you'd have a normal price of beer would be like three or four pound you know like yeah. wedding like prices a good for beer. Then, <laughs> but you'd have their beer yeah. it was like a pound twenty right. and it was it was quite good um, I don't think it was like you know award winning yeah. but it was a really nice idea and just imagine was... that if they'd like stumbled upon an award winning <laughs> like, do you know what I mean I was like this is the best beer we've ever had what I like Irish. to think is that they were given a list of four ingredients yeah. and, <laughs> and they went and you can do whatever you want but you can't do that no yeah, no, yeah. no no stop they, stop, stop, stop I'll do it you hold the bag and I will tip the bag no no you're doing it wrong <laughs> I don't even know why you're getting married to her because yeah. you can't break <laughs> No wedding, <laughs> no, no marriage is going to start off well on a brewing on the on the basis of brewing. Um, yeah. Although I read that um, apparently the word bride is supposed to come from um, brewing or something like yeah. that. Um, it feels like I'm talking about ask him, ask him because I sort of I remember reading it possibly in Ferment magazine. Um, I'm not affiliated with that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, it's where I get my information from, and they said that um, that like the words brew and bride were quite similar, and that yeah. apparently the the bride would do sort of like a wedding brew, so it's actually quite yeah, historical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's good. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a wedding tradition. I think we should have stuck with. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> not the flowers over your shoulder. No. <laughs> where's, just, where's our home brew? Where's, just, where's my moonshine? Like, like how in Jewish weddings they have the smashing the glass, yeah. and just, they just have the tapping of the cake by the bride, <laughs> and then everyone charges in with their glasses. Uh, one, one I'm pitching you uh, a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Result, I'm just saying. Just for me, I don't think that's going to go down with the uh, with the other half. But I mean, I don't know. Well, um, particularly when you go. By the way, Lottie, you have to brew an entire <laughs> keg's worth of beer. Yeah, that's okay. it. I don't know how to get you what started. Do you mean, what do you mean you'd rather do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you've organised everything? You'd think that one thing I would be useful at is doing the beer. <laughs> so I always find, I think, most times if it comes from wedding organisation stuff, that they, whatever whatever the uh, the groom says is almost kind of, like, someone would stare at them. As one of my friends were saying, when they were organising a wedding, and I think they were talking about seat covers, so he was there with his 
uh, wife to be, her mum and sister. And they were talking about like seating covers and what the seat covers look like, and he just said like, uh, like, do we even need seat covers? Do we, do they even need to be there? And they looked at him as if like he just stumbled in. Do you know what I mean? This drunk that stumbled in and just went, then left over, and then kind of like left into it. Anyway, right, cracking on back to the conversation about seat covers. He's like, why am I even here? We've got these white ones for fourteen ninety nine a chair. Well, she's perfectly reasonable. Mental. Um, so, would you like some facts on West Sixth Brewery? Matt? I would. Okay. So they were founded in two thousand and twelve. Uh, so relatively new. Um, they're a microbrewery, obviously, and they're based in an old bakery, a one hundred year old bakery. Oh, yeah. Older than America itself. Absolutely. <laughs> and it is from Lexington, Kentucky, as we've already mentioned. It's a Kentucky brewery. Is that a Kentucky accent? Uh, well, they're deep south. Aren't they? Kentucky South. Uh, not deep south, but south, isn't it? It's like. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're Kentucky because that's like I the know they were they were on the the uh, Confederate side so. uh, are they not yeah sure they were it must be because I'm just thinking the yeah. Colonel and the whole kind of like yeah. the Colonel Sanders and, and he looked look like a Civil War apologist yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's not I don't it's not is it deep deep south it's not like on the border or anything. No, I'm asking like, irrelevant questions yeah. whereas you've got some interesting facts I think it's like <laughs> northeast of Texas I'm just going to say that but I'm not 100% sure um, I'm probably completely wrong um, as ever when I try and come up with a fact in my head but anyway um, they're very ingrained nice to the uh, into the community to the local community um, so for example the cocoa porter which we're going to be drinking in a tick um, sure we can drink it now probably should <laughs> um, there's every single six pack sold 50 cents goes back to local organisations is just one of the um kind of initiatives they do um, they've given over $170,000 to local initiatives and where they're working as well where the actual um, uh, brewery brewery is um, there's about like kind of seven or eight kind of different mini um, establishments organisations around them as well like there's another baker's there's a, a sandwich place in there that, you know sweet makes all these there's loads of different types of things yeah. that, you know, which, which are around them. so it's a, a nice sense of community Um and also, it's only distributed to Kentucky and Cincinnati. So the fact we are drinking this today is a real UK exclusive. Mm. So I would say, these are brilliant, go out and buy one. You can't in the UK. But you can order them from online, you can order them over from there, or you can sign up to the thing that Matt does and, you know, spend a lot of your money, but you do get them across. And it's sometimes it's the only way that you can get these certain beers. Um, and it's a pleasure to drink it today. What, what, are, your thoughts on the, what are your thoughts on the porter, Matt? I really like it. Um, I'm not normally a massive fan of porter. I'm not a massive fan of porters, but when it, you know you can properly taste the cocoa. In it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I sort of I, I was like I can't give Todd a porter, so I uh, I mixed in some of it. I got the American lemongrass beer and the IPA as well yeah. to keep you happy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the other option was we were going to do delirium tremens, but I was like, you can't do that unless yeah. you've had a proper two meals in you. <laughs> Otherwise, you won't I find feel, your way home. I feel with porters. <laughs> Because we drank, did we drink like two the other week? Was one of them a porter? When? When we went to, when we were in Beer Asylum for the last episode. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think we drank them. Um, we had Orville, the Trappist beer. Um, yeah. I had a white stout, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, do you know It just yeah. looks like lager. What I'm saying is, the, the, one of these types of things is the more I drink them, the thing the more I think I'll like them, but I consider it like coffee. Or I consider it like, um, oh, I don't know, something else. But coffee's probably the best one for it. Where you drink it at first, even beer to a 
like I'll tell you what. The first yeah. time you drink it, it's a bit like ooh, and then you drink a second one, yeah, and then actually the taste buds are, and now I'm suddenly can sometimes be like, actually, do you know what I've now? A porter, but at the moment, I'm still really on the early spectrum because yeah. I haven't drunk many, and the ones I have drink like frozen coffee. Give that another one go. Really like try and get the after. Really drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can proper taste the cocoa, which mm. I like it when I can actually identify the flavour. Which is either a sign that I'm drinking too much beer or a sign yeah. that they've actually nailed this. Um, yeah, I mean, important it, you've got to get it for the right thing. Like, at the moment, I'm quite enjoying this because um, my flat is freezing. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like a nice sort of warming thing. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine, I'll give you this example. You're, sitting, you're in a pub, you're sitting outside yeah. because you brought a dog and you're not allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cold. You've got one of yeah. those sort of cold metal tables and whenever you touch it it's freezing yeah, yeah. and you've got this porter right here you take a sip and yeah. it just feels right your breath fogs out and you've but got you wouldn't have like a beautiful world outside a, like a cold Heineken or something you know what I mean? like a nice <laughs> an eagle, eagle flies yeah, yeah. past <laughs> <laughs> are you with me Todd are you with me <laughs> can you feel it Todd can you feel the porter on your lips <laughs> I literally can because I am drinking two men right are now. holding hands and you don't care <laughs> It's a new world. <laughs> new civilizations to boldly go. Uh, <laughs> um, that's what I get when I drink when this. When you drink water. Okay. Uh, I wonder if Kentucky would approve. I don't think... <laughs> I think they'd like the eagle, sorry. <laughs> Maybe not the two men holding hands. <laughs> I'm of the thought that does Kentucky get very, very cold at night? <laughs> I have no idea. But do you know and where they, it's like... Because yeah. I, I go on the fact that I still think it's northeastern Texas, which is a very desert-heavy <laughs> area. Is it one of those where it's like it's baking hot during the day, but in the evening it's freezing cold, and then therefore this portal will come into play? <laughs> You're framing this as a question, fully aware. I know, I'm just... Yeah, I'll tell you what, every time I have a portal, I immediately think of... Kentucky deserts. I immediately think of uh, Liverpool, Manchester sort of area because yeah. the first one I ever had was um, I think it was at Fixton's Old Peculiar, okay, which I think is Manchester based. If it's not, which and I say it probably isn't, yeah. but I think I also had a Manchester based porter when I went to Great British Beer Festival when I was about eighteen. So I've always had that sort of that you know when I was describing that scene yeah, yeah. that was outside a Liverpool pub. Never even been to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but that was the sort of image I get. And yeah, I totally get what you mean. Uh, but I think that is probably the nicest porter I've had, other than didn't Tiny Did Rebel, did, wasn't there, wasn't there um, what, State the Puff one, wasn't that That was porter? a marshmallow yeah, porter. Yeah, that was a porter. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the greatest porter I've ever yeah, had. Yeah. That, Tiny Rebel, we're like, we're... We'll, we'll touch upon the layer. We'll touch upon yeah, the layer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But, what a brewery. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, um, you like brains, so I'm not going to say... Uh, the Welsh beer, not the human <laughs> thought well, factories. I mean, both, both, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> you like the beer by brains. brains yeah. um, but other than that, I would say Welsh beer has been nothing special. And, you know, I'm not saying well, once that. You, once like, you've cracked it with brains, why bother with anything else? That would be, be my argument. Brains, no, brains is decent. Brains I is like, amazing. I, I've like um, quite a few of theirs. Um, yeah. But... It's, it's not. It's not really been like a showboating sort of drink. Whereas Tiny Rebel need to be. <laughs> your um, your Welshness is cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be biased. Davies. Against another, I mean, it's another 
another Welsh brewery, you know what I mean? No, no, I've, yeah, with Tony Rebel, it's... They're it's absolutely, they've it's, absolutely smashed it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's... I just... I Oh, my God. I, just, I keep trying to ruin this podcast, I don't know why, but, um, yeah, they're, they're Stay Puffed um, Porter was yeah. the best Porter. Right, this, yeah, yeah. I would put as a second, and all other Porters <laughs> are distant third. Well, what I find with this one is, like, I'm... Uh, what I have is Porter, like, going back to the beer festival, I was drinking at the beer festival, I personally feel like... I wouldn't. I one. I wouldn't order it because I don't want to be able to kind of go through and drink it. B, you slug through it a bit and see how you end up kind of regretting it. Like it's been like, oh, I don't really want to finish this one right now. Yeah. That's my thought on waters at the moment. Like I said, this one now we're drinking and I will drink it because you know you put moonshine in front of me. I'll probably still drink it, but um, yeah, it's just a bit thick. Fair play. But you know, whatever. Um. That's really all I've got on West Sixth Brewery. There is a lot more in an article which I didn't read, but um, it's, <laughs> it's... It's like a thousand words, yeah. and we are just busy, and to, busy. if they come back, I'll write up straight out now, Lexington, you know, give me a shout. Shout out to me, and I'll I'll talk to them about an hour, but they're not going to. Or they might, I don't know. Where's our free tickets? To yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, which um, would be miraculous, as I've never talked to much. <laughs> but it's very nice, because it's another kind of nice story of a few people coming up, wanting to make up their own beers, um, but they're very big community-based ones, and I think that's that's nice, where, like I said, one of the one things I liked about Tring Brewery when we went there was that it's not about making tons of money and being global for it. It's about what's what we're actually in this for, and it's good beer, and it's helping local things. Like they've got like sponsorships, like yeah, you know, it's, local it's football very clubs similar and to local touring in a way. Yeah, isn't it? absolutely. And those things which I like, which is like, really, yeah. it was really good, but it's also that little bit frustrating because I mean, now that I live like a, two stops away from Tring on a train, it's not such a big deal, yeah. but. If you my really, local really, pub does a drink brew. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. but like um, when we were in Harrow, that was like, yeah, we're never going to get. But then isn't that, big isn't that isn't that part of the yeah. isn't that part of the magic of that beer though? Do you know what I mean? Where you're almost yeah. like because you don't want to see it. It's always on those ones. You're like, oh, we always want to see it kind of get bigger and bigger. And then how many times do you have something like that, which you end up kind of hating because that's how big. Do you know what I mean? It is. That's because it's you're like, a hipster. Uh, well, yeah. But, but it can... I mean... I, I liked getting wasted before it. was cool. <laughs> like, I think it is. Like, I think the high-cut hipster argument, and I can't get that to an no, extent yeah. with it. But but it does sometimes. It takes away certain things from the magic where there is something where, like I said, you, you have kind of... You've almost like been there with the early stages and, and, and it's... Well, as I say, it's not the destination, it's the journey, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And that's that's the enticing thing for it. And then to see something go to full length and actually it's like, well, actually, that that is now no longer what I originally liked about it. Do you know what I mean? It's tweaked, it's changed, it's something... Uh, I mentioned... Um, uh, what's the Carlsberg one Carlsberg brought out which is a Doom Bar just as an example I mean I've said it like three times but it is an example of it yeah. where you've seen it change and actually that beer is it's not like oh it's selling and everywhere everyone loves it it's like no it has changed as a beer it's not what I originally liked as that as that beer so therefore I don't like it not because it's popular partly it's because, not it's, probably, because it's not what you remember it being yeah, yeah. so that's the type of thing I get with it and it's like, so when a film, it's like when a film like does a book that you've read and it's really really popular but it's nothing like you imagined it to yeah. be so you on the one hand you feel I'm really glad that they've done this and it's getting recognition and maybe you'll get more people reading the book yeah on the other hand what the fuck have you done <laughs> yeah 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 or people will consider it as in have you just seen that movie well have you not read the book why well, didn't even know it was a book <sighs> <laughs> yeah, things like that as well. But again, How did we ever end up in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I 
finding semi partners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless them nerdy selves. Um, yeah, so um, so West Sixth Theory, it seems really cool. It seems like a nice thing. Um, you can check them out on the, online. Uh, like I said, you cannot buy this beer in the UK, um, but if you're really up for it, or next time you're in Kentucky, let us know and <laughs> yeah. bring us back to them. Um, <laughs> North, northwest of Texas, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look that up at some point. So you, you, I'll tell you what, we'll go on to the next section here, which is going to be about quick fix diet tricks. Yeah. Um, I'll handle this. And you you handle that. I'm going to research where the hell Kentucky is. So, Matt, quick fix diet tricks. What? What is it? What, what's it all about? What's it all about, Matthew? <laughs> please. <laughs> please give me the second line to this. <laughs> I can't remember what the second line is in the actual thing. I do what I always do with these things, which is make up my own lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, there is nothing too uh, mind-blowing about this. It's just useful shit that I think you should do. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to smash through it as fast as I can in the hope that Todd will not have found Kentucky in that time. <laughs> I'm doing my best, but you carry on. Um, okay, so the first one is the one I've mentioned about a million times, but swap olive oil for cooking spray. It Oh, are we having <laughs> it? <laughs> no, 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 I'm stopping you. Oh, okay. Okay, it's a lot more north than I thought it was, but it is northeast of Texas, so <laughs> in your face. I mean, I don't know. Use... As a globe, anywhere can be north. <laughs> no, no, but it is. But let's, it is northeast of, of Texas. No, it's, it's just it's, a lot more north is than it, I thought it's it would be. It's not even in the south, is it? No, I, no you would consider it to be... Um, Apologies like mid, to every single person in Kentucky who's listened to this podcast. It, yeah, I know. No, but I, I Especially generally thought... if you fought for the North. <laughs> when, you, when you think of places in America, Kentucky is one which I would definitely consider the South. Yeah. You think of it as the South, don't you? Yeah. But you're probably right in the fact that it wasn't on the Confederate side. It, was, it, it looks more... It might more... have been like a Northern one that fought. Yeah. I didn't like... Uh, it's North of Tennessee. Virginia, didn't they fight on the South Virgi- side? Vir- actually, in fairness, Virginia, it's like right next to Virginia. The two yeah. Virginia, West Virginia and Virginia. Do you know there's... I read a fact, sorry to be a bit boring about this, but I did read a fact <laughs> about... Um, it's all right, I'm editing it out. <laughs> it was about um, the uh, Carolinas, that was it. Not Virginia, but Carolinas, which are underneath it, north and south, and like where the borders came from. And it was something about like when the British invaded... I think they started on from North Carolina or something like that. And they took it over... Sorry, no, we didn't invade. We owned it. We owned it. It was ours, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we but, just returned like an angry landlord. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't remember it in full now, but they basically, like... like They've taken over certain types of town. When it came to dividing up, it is, like, a, just a route... That's why a lot of the American cities are, like, straight lines. Because someone's literally going in with a ruler and saying, this is, like, us and, and them. And that's what the British did. And I think with North and South Carolina, that's why you've got it. Um, you know, the British was coming in and then one side was siding with the other ones, but they just divided it in, like, a ruler and went, well, that's the stop. And that was quite interesting. Anyway, it is Northeast Texas. I'm correct. <laughs> Quick fix, diet tricks. Take it away, man. Um... <laughs> Remember to drain mints <laughs> <laughs> to cut calories. Um, Sorry, I haven't set this up as well. So, okay, because I was too busy thinking that. Quick fix diet tricks. There are lots of ways that we can help you, and I've even taken some of your advice today about little ways that we can. Yeah. So yeah, we said um, cooking spray for olive oil, um, spoonful of olive oil, 120 calories. Yeah. Spray of cooking spray. One or two calories. I think it's two calories. Yeah. Um, you don't have to do it all the time, like because there's obviously a nice taste of olive oil. But if you're looking to lose weight, that's one of the easiest ways to do it. It's probably the 
the most common way people over consume calories because it, you wouldn't even think about it would you no um yeah the next one was drain mints to cut calories um we can't always be buying the lean mints or the extra lean mints because sometimes we spent all our money on Kentucky beer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be a lean month. <laughs> um, but what you can do is just drain it. Um, it. It sounds like quite obvious when you think about it. Um, but like cooking the mince off and then just putting it through a sieve and washing it and then putting it back in the pan, you can cut off like... 50, 100, 150 calories yeah. from a meal and it doesn't in fact if anything I think it improves the flavour because you can you can cook it well, it improves the texture because you can cook it better when you've got all that fat bubbling up it almost like steams the meat or boils yeah. it whereas you really want to be like you know frying it that's the point so that's a good one uh, the next one is check your bread check your bread check your bread no explanation necessary <laughs> no um I I do this all the time. I love tiger bread. I love yeah. um, fancy bread. I love bread. Yeah. Um, but I used, uh, basically my lunch is the same every day, which is uh, scrambled eggs or fried eggs or poached eggs or eggs, eggs, eggs. Yeah. Eggs. Eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, on toast, and the toast I would do would be either King's Mill or you go up to you know, fancy bread. And I was doing the calorie counting of it and I looked at the tiger bread was like three or four times the amount of calories as the King's Mill. Like I think a size this is completely guessing the numbers. Yeah, yeah. But I think a size of King's Mill would be like fifty two calories, whereas Tiger Bread would be a hundred and fifty to two hundred calories. Yeah. And whilst I do think you should eat foods that you love, um for something as basic as toast just go for the lower calorie bread. Yeah. Check it out and check out the size of the bread. It's as simple, well. isn't it? Really, it's just yeah. Um, if you're eating the same things every day, try and find the lowest calorie versions of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have to be bread, but that I think that's a, another one which trips people up because um, then you you can change a sandwich from yeah. a two hundred calorie sal- sandwich to a three hundred fifty. Do you know? Do you know? I'm watching quite recent. I say watching like catching the end of because it's usually the time I get home from work. Um, is uh, that BBC program when they like this is what you eat and this, then they replace all your food with like cheap alternatives and then yeah. like kind of go oh my god you could have saved you know £4.20 a day on this and, and, and 80p on this and a huge saving with two grand but then also they're saying like actually health benefits wise you're getting some of this stuff which is like loaded up on calories like crazy when actually it's cheaper and healthier if you get oh, this alternative oh, and you're like that's crazy I right? remember like um, seeing a personal trainer friend of mine um, doing a Facebook thing about how their clients were getting their food from Iceland and she was kind of like being all snooty about it saying you should really go to Marks and Spencers and I didn't launch on her because you know you're better than that no <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy launching on some yeah. other one <laughs> um, yeah. no but I was just like actually Iceland is just it's very cheap but yeah. it's fantastic for a lot of foods you've just got to pick the right ones yeah. and Mark's Spencer's can be fantastic but also it has a lot of fancy food it's always that thing about just because something's fancy doesn't mean it's healthy yeah. it's the biggest like, every single thing on this list it's the biggest thing that trips <laughs> yeah. people up but it is a big con isn't it like, yeah. and, and it's similar with the, the bread thing I mentioned earlier and it's yeah. similar with the spray as well the, again these are just oh, well, this is fancier, so it's healthier. Like, you know, I've seen people just, you know, pour in, like, a, 
And I, you know, like in American, they use measurements of cups, like yeah. a cup of olive oil on a salad, and go, oh yeah, well this is like the finest Italian olive oil, and it's you know mixed yeah. with. Uh, Truffles and uh, the tears of the Pope. Yes, so. <laughs> I actually have that one. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, actually, it's just super high calories. Yeah. But they think it's healthy, and because you think something's healthy, you feel like you can eat more of it. So sometimes going. So that's why you're fat. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, if, if you went yeah. for a you know tiger bread based sandwich with um, thick cut ham and you know like um, a special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> very, made from, very specific. Oh, made from an angry Junior. worker, <laughs> uh, you know, or something like that. Yeah, and and you you, you know you go you know this um, all the ingredients were like from the extra special range at Waitrose, and then you made like a re- you know then you bought like a, a pound uh, ham sandwich from Iceland. Yeah, well, no, they don't do sandwiches. Bad example from Asda. Yeah, like I would guarantee that the pound sandwich from Asda would be much lower calories and yeah. be a lot cheaper and yeah it's just um, yeah. I, I don't see a lot I see a lot of rich people who are overweight and there's a sort of belief that poor people are overweight because all their food is you know all the cheap yeah. food is bad but not all the cheap food is bad yeah. um, there are other reasons for that which we went over in uh, when yeah, we were yeah, trying yeah. to fix the world and <laughs> you started your own coup yeah, well, well, I was well, going to say Dynasty. Dynasty was, yeah, yeah. A lot happened, um, a lot happened. I, I got relegated so. a lot in yeah, that episode, yeah. if I remember. <laughs> Have you got any other ones? Um, stop buying snacks in supermarkets. Um, Easier said than done, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's really, really easy to do. Like, you just don't do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> right now, <laughs> now, we are succeeding in not buying snacks from supermarkets. We are, yeah, yeah. We are smashing <laughs> it. 23 um, hours and 50 minutes of the day, I did that. <laughs> Well, when I was um, living with um, Dave, my yeah. uh, you know my flatmate at the time, um, I did not buy any snacks. I would do my shop, and it would be in Iceland, and I'd buy loads of frozen meat, loads of veg, all that sort of stuff. And you know, I didn't live the healthiest life because I lived a like a beer based life, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like uh, you know vegans with the plant based lifestyle, <laughs> uh, grain based lifestyle, grain based yeah. lifestyle, yeah, yeah. Um, but I never bought chocolates or crisps or sweets, and it's not because I don't like those things; I love them. But um, I just got out of the habit of doing it, and I never thought about it. I, so when I was sitting, you know, feeling, oh, I'm really hungry, I, I didn't have any chocolate bars to eat. Yeah. Flash forward to now, I'm living with Lucy and um, her family. Like they actually have like a sweet. Like um, cabinet type thing. It's not as far from it as the cabinet. It's no, just on the table. Like, oh, like, couple of mates over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my mates when I used to go to school with, he he had that, and you get over to his house, and it was just chocolates and bags of crisps. You and just whatever. have what you want. Yeah. And her mum's uh, sort of theory is that actually, when you've got all that sort of choice, you don't necessarily go for it. Yeah. And I think there is a bit to that, but it what. You will eat a lot more chocolates that are in your house than you'll eat chocolates that aren't. Do you know what? My one of the people I used to work with, he was he would do that in the vain attempt to say, yeah, but you know if it's there, you're going to be less likely to have it. But would eat like you're, you're less likely to have something packs. that doesn't exist. Yeah. but yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, exactly that's it. It's not there. You're not going to walk down the road and go get it, are you? You know. But he was. Um, I remember it. Oh, he bought something like a. It's like a. Um, eight pack of like these cut like uh, penguins or something like that do you know what I mean like oh well one of those you know would be okay but eight eight in like but where are they going they don't <laughs> yeah, throw yeah. out like no that's it I, I don't think I've thrown food out ever yeah. <laughs> like I will eat like people, it drives people crazy because like 
Lucy will like, oh, well, this survey day is from last week. Well, like, ah, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Matt, it's 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 growing warts and it's going. No, no, you worry about. It. Well, yeah, no, but I was thinking the same. We thing. paid for chicken, and now we've got chicken with warts. Like, yeah. he's really winning. <laughs> <laughs> Double up the food. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely, definitely. So 100%. stop buying them. Yeah. Um, give it a week, and you'll realise that. You probably miss them at first because you pr- if you if you've had them week in week out for life. Yeah. But like, there's a reason people always put weight on at Christmas is because it's not because Christmas is some well it is magical but it's not like it's some <laughs> it is magical <laughs> don't take that away from us. <laughs> it's not like it's a, some magical weight gaining thing. Yeah. It's we buy more food and we therefore and we, eat yeah, more yeah. food. It's, and you know, get that kind of philosophy of just like giving up at that point. Do you know? What I mean, yeah. I mean it's a classic. You know, well, it's Christmas. Yeah. You know, and I don't know many people that continue a very good diet throughout it because I like my roast dinners and I like an excuse to have a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, right, are we moving on to the IPAs? Or have you got any other? Uh, well, we've just got um, the last one yep. was uh, don't drink your calories. Yes. He says whilst pouring an well, IPA. <laughs> what we're saying by that, I think, is there are little ways that even if you're drinking if you're drinking beer if you're not drinking beer yeah. if you're drinking anything else as well, well we've got, um, how can you change that the first one we'll do before we get to the beer um, was uh, swapping coke for diet coke yeah um, you know it depends how much you drink a day but if you're a habitual coke <laughs> a habitual coke, coke drink coke yeah. taker <laughs> um, swapping that you know could be saving you 150 calories a day you know 200 whatever yeah um People always talk about um, that as a re- one of the big things that change for them. Like, oh, yeah, I, I used to drink Coke all the time, switched to diet, and I've lost a load of weight. And, yeah, because it's an easy switch. Yeah. Uh, you hate Diet Coke, I as far as I remember. Um, so it's not going to work for everything. And no. that's another thing you need to keep in mind. If you hate something, don't try and base your diet around it. Yeah. But uh, maybe you could find a different soft drink that you liked that wasn't Coke. Yeah. And maybe you well, could I'm find a diet version of that. There's... I remember having a... Because I've taken drinking Sprite a lot more now, but then Sprite Zero, yeah, is like so. And I only had that because I remember went somewhere and they said we've got Sprite Zero, and I was like, yeah, all right, fine, I love it, and kind of forgot that I was drinking a Sprite Zero, like whilst I was well, drinking. Well, that's the it, thing. I didn't so. really, nev- I never really drank Coca Cola that often. So when I started drinking Diet Coke, I'm like, I love this, and now I don't really like regular Coke. Yeah, and. Your eyes just look like yeah. that's the thing insane. Is, like, Lottie says the same thing to me because her... Do you not taste? <laughs> her family's been brought up where her her mum's diabetic so can't have, like, sugars and things like that as well. So therefore, Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi Max, all those types of things have been prevalent yeah. throughout her entire childhood. So then to have something different tastes ridiculously sweet. Whereas yeah. in my ones, you know, we just like our sugar. <laughs> you know? But we generally get Coke and then, like, say it's just the better version of it. And that's the thing I always say. We go to the... Cinema, and I always make her order a Coke, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yeah, then we've got beers. Um, oh, also, um, when you're out drinking, and say you normally drink a JD and Coke, swapping for a gin and tonic or a vodka tonic would save you probably about a thousand calories on the night. Yeah. You know, we're not, it's not chump change. It's to go into like, this about gin and tonics, though, without saying that they're the miracle drink, therefore get off your face on those ones, but, like, would you say... I am saying that. <laughs> but I know, but our gin and tonics are a lot, like, because you've got these new cool and quirky and different types of gins. The gin itself would be very low calorie compared yeah. to... Like a whiskey or something. Or, yeah, a dark um, rum or something. And tonic water 
Because the main, like in a in a JD and Coke, I'd say that the majority of the calories is coming from the Coke. Yeah. Um, whereas a tonic water is pretty, you know, the a flavorless slimline tonic would yeah. be almost no calories. Um, so yeah, it, it G and T and vodka tonic, those ones, uh, whiskey with water would probably be quite a low one yeah. as well. Um, or whiskey on the rocks. Um, Unless you just chew endless rock. <laughs> I don't even know that it'd be zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd just be weird. I wouldn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> um, yeah, cocktails and are probably the biggest uh, calorie yeah. exploder. Because there's so then, much in it, I guess. Not including yeah. the beer drinking culture, which... Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> it's apparently drinking more than two or three beers. Like, ah. oh, crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, we pick well. We tried to do a list of low calorie beers and high calorie beers, but um, I'm gonna not gonna lie. We couldn't be asked. Yeah. <laughs> so we did one. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to look at if uh, Corona Light is ninety calories. Mm. Um, they also have a Budweiser Select, which is only fifty five calories wow. per bottle. Yeah. Uh, compare it to a Guinness, which is one hundred and seventy calories. Um, yeah. If you're having one or two, I say go for whatever you want. But if you're going out in the lash, yeah, or you're gonna. <laughs> Try just try ordering a Corona Light out the land. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're going to spend a day drinking, watching football or something like yeah. that, having ten Corona Lights compared to ten Guinnesses would save you about eight hundred to nine hundred calories. It it's a massive difference, yeah. and it's a uh, you know, I I know that light beer is horrific. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I've not but in fairness, when I was in America, a lot of the time, like a lot of the lagers you buy there are all like, like Bud Lights. We're, we're in, Lights. This, in this podcast, we're kind of looking at celebrating the best beers, but I like to think that we've stuck close to our roots of going, if it's cold and, you know, yeah. if it gives me a buzz, I will enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so mm. it's absolutely fair. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, um... What was the one in America you liked? Uh, what the beer I was drinking? Yeah, that I rudely interrupted. No, no, I was just saying like loads of things. Like I was drinking like uh, Bud Bud Lights was just. I think I remember when I got there, I was watching the baseball, and then um, it was, I was with Lottie and her family, and then her dad had just said, "Oh, you can have a." Um, like, I could have bought some beers in, and then I was just drinking a Bud Light whilst watching the baseball. And actually, I was like, I didn't even I didn't even look at it because I was drinking it yeah. anyway. And go, that's all right. And then realised it was a light beer. And went. Actually, the difference isn't too much. Yeah. That, do you know what I mean? And I bet it helped that you were in an American, in American setting, yeah, watching yeah. an American sport, yeah, yeah. sponsored by Bud Light, probably. Yeah. Um, that as as we always said, like that that sort of beer yes, setting that's makes it. such a difference. No, absolutely. Um, right. So next bit then. So we're going to be talking. Oh, about... Can we just mention the IPA we're drinking? Well, that's what I was going to say. We need to smash that, this. That then we mine. need to get onto the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know if we're going to be able to drink that through this. I'm not even going to lie. Anyway, we're drinking I, I, the... I think one of us needs to step up and be a hero. I don't want to drink the really <laughs> strong beer. Um, this is the uh, IPA then. So it's, again, going back to West Sixth Brewing. Um, it's I think it's just called IPA, isn't it? Yep. S- yeah, West Sixth Brewing Indian Pale Ale. Uh, have you tried it? I have, but uh, you, what, you what, go for it. No, what did, what did you think? Can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of porter in my mouth at the moment. Oh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit um it's not by any stretch bad it's a bit quite um, strong tasting for an IPA um, mm. like 
it's not. I, I know they're using American hops, but it, they're like quite a bit more bitter than you'd expect. Like, so it's yeah. a bit more of a bitter taste to the beer. Mm. Yeah, it's all right. Drink it faster. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 you can speak in between. Anyway, <laughs> so this one's the IPA. Yeah, is it hoppier? Well, yeah, because that, that would explain the bitterness, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, it's a bitter. Yeah, it's quite. It's quite, quite bitter. Yeah. You get a, a lot of English IPAs, like so. Yeah. Normally, the American ones are a lot lighter tasting, and that's why I like them. And if I'm being <laughs> honest, most of the time I prefer. American IPAs to um, UK ones, yeah. except for the following examples. So we're going into the UK's best. These are, I say UK's best, these are our opinions. As I say, we'd love to hear your own ones if you've got certain types of IPAs that you like. Yeah, Leandros had a really good Northern Irish one, but I've forgotten it. Yeah, do we, do we ask him about that? Yeah. yeah. Um, God damn, I'm being <laughs> drunk. <laughs> it's his fault, he gave us a beer called Dirty Bastard, which oh, was... That's a nightmare. Was that 12%? That was a lot, whatever it was. It was. It yeah. was too much. <laughs> so um, we picked a few different um, breweries. So one from England, one from Wales, one from Ireland, one from Scotland. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of these ones are, are yeah, well, favourite ones. Favourite or good IPAs. ones. Like, yeah. we've had, like, yeah. um, I'm sure, like, if we just had a new... Like, there's so many English ones that yeah. it's impossible to catch up with. But I think the Scottish one is fairly nailed on and the yeah. Welsh one's fairly nailed on and the Irish one is a mystery because we've only tried one <laughs> yeah 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 that's it, absolutely fair should we crack on with Wales the yeah. uh, the greatest country of the Isles um, the <laughs> but in fairness probably <laughs> out of the four you could make an argument that it's the the best one I would definitely jumping into it yeah down. so um, Tiny Rebel is the one which we wanted to mention for Welsh well, I'd say that's the standout brewery for the last two years it's me. very good yeah yeah it's, uh, uh, do, you want, do you want some facts on it first before, you, before you wax lyrical about it <laughs> in your own way uh, South Wales um, 2011 it was formed um, is it Newport? Uh, I think it is yeah. I think it is yeah 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 um, I didn't actually write that down so thank you um, but yeah um, they've got um there was one of the big themes they wanted to have is big brewery rubbish. That's what they call it. There's this theme of all these big breweries going around. They call it big brewery rubbish. So actually, that's as far away as they wanted to get from. That have you noticed that a lot of craft beer companies just seem to have a massive chip on their shoulder? They do. Well, it's, it's, it, it, what I consider it is is very much like uh, the video game, computer game culture, and things like that of of now. Because beforehand you had some really really cool games, and then what's happened is over the last probably like ten years, ten fifteen years ago. Well, it's about 10 years or so a lot of big companies like would you say they used to work in the video game yeah, industry yeah, yeah so that's my other nerdiness but um, <laughs> the uh, but big companies like EA uh, and uh, Activision or whatever have come in they bought out all these kind of old classic games and you know like Call of Duties they just spawn another one and there's another one is another Reading one Crash Bandicoot Really cra- they did. Well, but you know, but 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 that's the classic thing. Buy a good old classic one, and then we'll just remake it, and then we'll just give Buy you the same game. Yeah, yeah, over and over and over again, and it gets really stale to a point where actually a lot of people are kind of going, "I'm almost giving up on the gaming industry because there's not much there for you." And then what you've got now is a lot of kind of indie developers, which is much like micro breweries as well or people who go well the idea I've always had for a game is uh, like you know, a zombie just, survival one or something that's happening they... across the board in everything really yeah it's absolutely like taking the power away from the massive companies and giving it to the smaller, smaller ones people. yeah yeah and then the massive companies hiring Hire those people, people. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 that, it's that strange thing where it comes around but that's why I always I look to it you, you know you, you want to 
you know, if something's very, very good, you're going to keep enjoying those ones. But yeah, absolutely, it's just these guys coming up with really good ideas, whether it being in, in beer, whether it being computer games as well, and you're going, actually, yeah, that's what I want to play. And it, and it costs half the price, and, and actually, I'm probably going to enjoy that one more. This is going to sound be, super you know, so. self-indulgent, but it's supposed to be a compliment to Todd. But I, what I like about this podcast is that we never have any idea what's going to create the best <laughs> conversation, but hands down, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny Rebel Brewery, that, like, Todd, that was... There you go. Brilliant. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great analogy. Interesting. And yeah. Yeah. So um, a couple of things from it as well. So Fubar and Urban IPA were the first beers they ever made. Um, I don't think I've had either of those. I've had Fubar because I've actually went to. I didn't realise I was in the very pub that they they, they made one. They did a brewery bar in in, Car- in Cardiff. That was their. That was their. Um, they did brew there and they they made like a um, a tap house uh, in Where Cardiff. Did you go there? Uh, my bro- I think I went to see my brother because uh, he lives over in Cardiff I'll fact check this with him but it was future guest of this podcast yeah, definitely um, but he um, it's near the stadium and we went there I think it's for his birthday it was his 30th birthday and we all went there and then they had Fubar they had Urban IPA they had a few of those ones at the back <laughs> and I was as on as normal and I didn't realise it was Tiny Ribble because obviously at the time it yeah, was, 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 it was. yeah so, but, but. yeah the first one I had was the the, the red the Red Ale, yeah. which I think is like probably their most common. Uh, I th- or maybe I'm just saying that because that's the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had it in a flat iron in, um, near Shoreditch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, um, in, uh, they, brewed, they brewed the strongest beer for themselves in 2013 and they collaborated with Goldie Looking Chain. <laughs> 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 um Guns don't kill people. Rappers, rappers do. <laughs> uh, you also got yes. Yeah, so as I mentioned, though, the is that urban... the first time we've rapped on this podcast? I think so. I didn't know. That's well, a shame. Yeah, it's like That's seventeen song, episodes in. Yeah, yeah, we're all about the rap life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they opened a. They, they're in a new premises now, which they only only opened this year, two thousand seventeen, where they currently brew as well. So again, it's one of those stories of it's just going up and up and up and up for them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was started from. Uh, like when we were talking about the Brewdog website, it's like started with two guys and a dog, then turned into like four guys and yeah. a dog, and then fifty people, and this is how many beer, much beer they brewed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And, and it's the same type of thing, Tiny Rebel. It's yeah. just kicked off massively. But we should mention the actual IPA, and it was tropical IPA. Yeah, and it's incredible. Mm. It's I'm gonna say it, the best beer I've had in 2017. Fact. That I can remember. <laughs> like, like I don't want to go too far with it, but it just—it was so nice. Like it was—it was a pineapple, was pineapple flavoring. I think wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, It was just—it was stunning. And yeah. Absolutely. If you can, f- no. Uh, do you know what? The only beer that I think tops it was also by Tiny Redbourne. It was there as uh, Stay Puffed Porter because yeah. See, I wasn't a big fan of that, but you bloody loved it. But then again, like I said, I'm not. Tasted marshmallow. Fan, so. The thing is, like. You see a lot of people like say their marshmallow flavour, yeah. and a porter would be. I could see, you know, I could even as I said, I could see it, but I was surprised by how amazingly yeah. it tasted, and I was surprised that it worked. Like a lot of the yeah. time, you get that flavour and you go, "Oh, that's nice for a sip," but I couldn't do a pint of it. I certainly couldn't do five. I could drink five pints of that Stay Puffed yeah. marshmallow porter now, and I wish I was. Well, <laughs> here we get that, <laughs> but. Uh, no, well, maybe, maybe Tropical IPA was better. Tropical IPA was just, very nice. The thing is, if you like your IPAs to be light and fruity and uh, easy to drink, as I say it's session, I can't remember how strong it was. But... Uh, no, I can't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
probably a sign of how strong it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't remember anything else. End credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scene missing. Woke up, shut the bed. <laughs> Classic 30th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> But that is, it was, yeah. that, that's, um, without ruining the thing, that's the best idea I've had. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so should we even bother with these? <laughs> <laughs> well, the next one that I got is from, uh, and the facts go down a bit from here. But I do <laughs> yeah, have one. <laughs> you can tell with what we really loved. Yeah. And it's the rest of it, it's like, yeah. Tiny Rebel is a good one. Chieftain was the next one we chose. That's from Ireland. Um, that, that reminded me a bit of this, actually. Yeah. It's quite bitter, stronger yeah. tasting, which is not, like, that's a that's a really good beer for a lot of people. Yeah. Personally, it's not my sort of yeah. thing. Um, yeah. The problem with Irish beers is they're just not that well known. No, that's you the know. thing. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, not many. You can... Guinness is incredible. I love yeah. Guinness. Well, you know, I love all the things that Guinness do. Yeah. Um, I liked when they did their red well, Guinness. I was thinking, like, when we saw this one as an Irish pale ale, I think it was called from. I was generally a bit taken aback by it just on the fact of like yeah. I've never I've never heard of one of those things before you know what I mean so I, I mean the thing is like most people couldn't name a beer other than Guinness that was from Ireland yeah like, what have you got Murphy's um, Murphy's yeah. Caffrey's the coffee flavoured <laughs> Caffrey's a bit like uh, Boddington's I yeah to, I used to, you, like, you like Boddington's I, I love Boddington's I love Caffrey's um, but they are garbage beers yeah I just happen to like <laughs> um, well a couple of things so it's a it's a a bit about Chieftain I can give you it's a, it's a Francis, sorry, Franciscan Well Brewery is is the brewery name um, it was founded by Shane Long not the footballer ah. I in there. Uh, <laughs> Shane Long the Franciscan monk <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> in started 19, his it, brewery not in 1600 yeah, yeah. but in 2000 well, because the only thing that married up is it was done in 1998 so okay. it's called the Franciscan World Brewery, but it's founded by Shane Long, who's not footballing in 98. And I thought, 98? Like, that sounds about the type of time that Shane Long might have pumped some money yeah. into an Irish brewery. He didn't. Maybe he like he did, and then he regretted it. He was like, ah, no, it's the other Shane Long. The, yeah. He <laughs> so changed Irish his name to <laughs> Shane Long. <laughs> With two ends. <laughs> got to say, the, the, uh, the fake Irish accent from me. Yeah, Someone I know. Half Irish. Half Irish. <laughs> Uh, the brewery itself is built on a Franciscan monastery and the water there is said to have healing powers and what they used to have was a lot of people just clambered around the area to like lords not yeah. the cricket ground Do you know what? I was, um, I was, uh, I've been listening to an audio uh, an audio book of Casino Royale just finished okay. it and they're talking you know it's um, it's about Royale as a place in France yeah in the book I don't know if it exists <laughs> but they're saying that in the book it was sort of like it was created as a a health spa water thing and it was um how um but it wasn't as well known as the other one so they'd sued it and closed it down yeah. but like when did health springs stop being a thing like because in yeah. like 1920s they were massive yeah like you know like people would well if you go to like, if you go to lords in france yeah like, people still bath, go there in, now. bath in britain bath in but it's yeah. not the same as it like you yeah if you did it it's, it's almost like a it's like a tourist Tick list, isn't yeah. it? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, go to Lords, uh, bathe, bathe for a bit. My dad drank holy water. Did I tell you that? Where he, <laughs> someone, someone had bought him holy water from, uh, from I think it was from Lords because he, I had an illness at the time. I think he had like he, he um, I think he had pneumonia for a bit and then like kind of got better from it. And anyway, but someone had bought him some, um, holy water, holy water to drink. 
Uh, not strictly, obviously, just holy water. And then he put it in the fridge. And he's, he's like, oh, whatever. And he just got really thirsty one evening. I went downstairs to get a drink. And <laughs> just opened it, like, randomly. As I, was, I was just really, really thirsty. Just need something credits first. Thought it was just a bottle of water. Drank the whole thing. Then realised it's holy water. And he goes, you know. And he was and cured and became a... Yeah. <laughs> the next day. Yeah. We haven't seen uh, him Apparently, since. doctors say it exacerbated the situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was quite a funny one. Um, I actually drank holy water. Yeah. Um, I had a mate who... Um, he was Jewish and he visited Israel and he came back with... Him. Do you know what, like, when you're, like, in, like, primary school and, like, your friends are going home there and they buy you, like, a really thoughtful gift? Yeah. What the fuck happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he came back and he'd, like, um, sand from a certain holy yeah, yeah. desert in Israel. Yeah. and But, like, a little bit of holy water and it was, like, in a little stop and you weren't supposed to open it. But I was going to throw it... I was throwing them all out because I was a teenager and I was just, like... Whatever. Fuck religion. Yeah, yeah. No, not even fuck religion. I'm going to literally throw it now. So I just need <laughs> yeah, space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I cracked it open. It was only like a, a thimble-sized amount. Yeah. But I, I drank it and... Was it right? It just tasted of water. dusty water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I also drank some water. I used to go to Catholic Church and I drank some of the water yeah. there. Just oh, that's it pure S- sue me um, the... they probably could <laughs> <laughs> our, our English choice we had was uh, was Citra from Oakham Ales Oakham Ales oh, Citra is a beautiful thing the thing, the thing oh, is, oh, is many... before you go into it I'm going to give you my literally two facts on it and then you can talk about the rest because that's probably better Oakham Ales opened in 2006 um, they do Asylum and Hacker uh, which were both made in 2007, in 2007 and you can buy them both in Tesco's and Waitrose right, you can right also now. get um, Scarlet McCall which is I don't think it is an IP I can't remember but it's gorgeous Yeah. Um, my main fact about Oakham Ales is that they're not situated in Oakham they're situated in Peterborough mm. which is really confusing and um, Rutland beers are not situated in Rutland they're situated in Oakham yeah okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and there's oh there's a there's another uh, the the original no that to be fair podcast people that might not be true um, but the original person from Rutlandales because they're all around the area yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he started Trimbury's yes I mean we said yes so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what can I say about Oakham Ales oh no um, there is an Oakham Ales in Oakham there's a, there's a brewery in Oakham that um, I've had a few of I can't remember their name but they're, they're really good and uh, they've got a billiards table there yeah. which like if you're older than 40 you'll find that interesting but I actually yeah. played billiards there and it's a stupid fucking game <laughs> <laughs> like I can see why it's out of fashion yeah, it's just yeah. it's it's fun but it's mad you've got like, these little mushrooms you put on the thing and you, if you knock one over you yeah, yeah. automatically oh, yeah, yeah. lose no, the entire right. game so, yeah. I was going to go play it in a pub in central London we really should go to Oakham for, for yeah. this it's it's a great brewery, but it's a brewery bar sort of yeah. thing. Um, you can take away like a keg of it, uh, but it's yeah, it's got that, and they had the cricket on. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely worth a visit. Yeah, um, um, our last one was Brewdog. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it if I'm honest with you, but only on the fact we were saying Scotland's is Brewdog, but on the basis that we have done, a, I think a whole episode on it. Yeah, um, it's very good. What can we say there? <laughs> Probably responsible in a large part for the craft beer revolution yeah, in absolutely. England. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Britain, um, and probably most of Europe, they yeah. they just absolutely smashed They're it. Huge. Um, it's massive. It's brilliant, and it's good. It's bloody good. Ask, ask. I said nine out of ten people will tell you their favourite. Uh, you know, the last time we did, he spoke to the Andrews, and he was like, the first thing I think he had was the uh, punk IPA, and he goes like, he mentioned it's like almost in passing. He goes, I've always been a big beer fan, but then I had punk IPA, and it was away from there. And you're like, yeah, totally. It's first. One of those first beers which made you want to go, yeah, I really want to try a different, or this is different. Yeah. You know I mean, this is... 
This is cool. And they're just they've they've done really well. Um, I think good on them. Yeah, well yeah, played straight Scotland, up. Um, they've done, yeah, they've done fantastically. Uh, I can't believe we never told the um the Brewdog pub story that we had. Um, Which on the uh, <laughs> um involves my friend Rafi yes. who um we were there and. This, you didn't always see this in pubs. Now you see it a lot because it's kind of a kind of a hipstery thing. But we were in the one in Camden for yeah. our mate's birthday, and um, they had a board game called How to Be a Complete Bastard, that was it. which uh, my friend Ravi pointed out to me and was like, "Oh, look, How to Be a Complete Bastard. We should take totally a I was like, "To be honest, mate, um, we need to get out of here. You know, we're, we're moving. We're going Blues Kitchen in Camden, which." Great, great yeah, bar. Yeah. Uh, we're going there. We don't really have the time. You've already pointed out the title to me. It is funny. I laughed. I don't need to see the board game. He's like, no, seriously, Matt. It'll be really, really funny. What I'll do, I'll bring it over. It's like, look, all that's going to happen is you're going to bring the board game over. You're going to point at it. You're going to go, ha, <laughs> And then what? You're going to have to put it away again. Please don't. You're going to have to reach over those people to get it. It's a nightmare to you. I don't want it to happen. He's like, no, no, Matt, seriously. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. So he walks up. Um, the board game is situated on a shelf. Underneath the shelf is one of those sort of like uh, beer barrel tables, yeah, yeah. you know, the big. And it's like a group two, of about two or three people. eight people. Was it eight? No, it was, was a it eight? big oh, group. I thought it was like two or three. It was a big group. Also, yeah. every time I tell this story, there's one more person. <laughs> 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 there's eight yeah, yeah. people around the table, and he reaches up, he grabs the board game, and as he's bringing it over, the bottom falls out the board game, knocks over about six pints yeah. of expensive brew dog beer everything goes everywhere um he has to go to the bar he has to uh buy Pay everyone else hand. a drink yeah, yeah. get the stuff over get they all cleaning it he for some reason he grabs the game anyway yeah. he puts it down on the table he points at it he goes look it's how to be a complete bastard i went thanks raf uh, <laughs> we need to go now <laughs> And then I actually Did played it? that game like a few months later with yeah. you. And it was yeah, really yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've learned something. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that's that is that is us for today. Uh, this is the probably I'm going to say penultimate episode of the season. Of, yeah. So we're we'll talk more about it next week. Yeah. But we're we're planning on changing the structure slightly. Yeah. Um, this was a really good idea of your brothers. Yeah. Um, God, we need to get them on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get both your brothers on. We do. Um, yeah. So, so we'll talk more about that. But uh, yeah. So. We're going to be changing the format slightly. Yep. Don't worry, it'll be better. It will more be. Focused. More focused. That's, that's more what we've done. Yeah. Focus. So um, next week we're just going to have probably a bit of a chat about... Oh, oh we like never a... drank the uh, Ridiculously oh, Strong Beer. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> uh, um, just... I just crack it open now, Todd. <laughs> uh, it's just going to be a bit of a synopsis. Guys, like a kind of, a, um, you know, what we've done to this point. Everything we've gone and talked about. A real kind of um, round-up, I should say, of everything we've done. So that's the main thing. We'll, we'll get rid of all the dross and just save the good points. It's, yeah. To be honest, like I wouldn't listen to any of the preceding 17 episodes. No, exactly. Episode 18 consider this, is the gold. Consider this gold standard of yeah, podcast you really can just save yourself like, <laughs> unless we get hours. trashed like we did in the yeah. last episode <laughs> <laughs> okay um, well anyway have yourselves a very good day have yourselves a very good evening have yourselves a very good night whichever and when you are listening thank to you this thank you for listening thank you very much for listening um, usual ways of format Facebook Twitter uh, Instagram Beer and Biceps join the group on Facebook that's probably our biggest one at the moment or Beer and Biceps pod at Twitter Matt I've got nothing <laughs> well, we'll see you we'll see you next week thanks very much bye guys